Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut and Timothy Pasquale, upholstered to the stars. Happy July 4th, almost. Yeah, happy July 4th, Bud. You got big plans? Yeah, a four days off. We're taking <laughs> off Monday and Tuesday. That's like a vacation yeah, in my absolutely. world. Yeah, I imagine a lot of people will be uh, doing the Monday Tuesday thing. Oh yeah. So, um, but there's a lot of car shows, parades, celebrations, concert. Go to Access WDUN mm-hmm. and check out all the activities. That's the easiest way to do it. Sure. Or rag tops and running boards, or right. running boards, rag tops and for car shows and things. Be sure not to. Uh, light your firecrackers too yeah, short to the end yeah yeah the uh, firecracker thing that leave that up to a professional because i know everybody runs out to these tents oh. and buys every year year about you know right something going wrong you're get a pro p- to do it mm-hmm. well if you're gonna be traveling for the holiday well, i ran across this uh and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this throughout the month because i just thought it was interesting and people can uh you know text to us or Facebookers or whatever and Mm. tell us about their favorite snack. But this is an article about the favorite snacks in states across the USA. So, Bill, we're going to start with you. You're originally from? I was born in Jersey, but I was raised in Pennsylvania, so I consider myself a Pennsylvania boy. Okay. And what is the, what in your opinion is his favorite snack? Not what they say. What's your favorite snack? My favorite snack is actually, honest and truly, the soft pretzel. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I love soft pretzels. Oh, yeah. The mustard and all. Oh, right. The only way they're better is if uh, I, I like the yellow mustard on pretzels, but mm. I have uh, on occasion have the stone ground stone ground mustard on there. That's pretty good too. Oh, yeah. You give me an Auntie Anne's man, I'm a happy camper. Really? Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne's. West okay. Virginia. Tell us a little bit about uh, West Virginia. Well, that's easy. Everybody in West Virginia loves pepperoni rolls, which were developed originally for the coal miners to carry in their lunchbox so that it would give them energy protein and carbohydrates but now if you drive through west virginia you can stop at any convenience store and they have and they got pepperoni rolls and they're beautiful delicious you know i'm going to take a a trip up uh, north here shortly Mm -hmm. i'm going to do that we'll be going through west virginia pepperoni rolls yep yep you're going to you're going to get on route 19 for a little while there's several uh yeah we're going up through Asheville in that way yeah okay okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to that little town you told us about Oh. In West Virginia. It uh-huh. begins with an S. I can't think of the name. But it's a great halfway point between. Yeah, Somerville. You know, Somersville. Somersville. Yeah, we'll, we'll be awesome in Somersville place. Yeah, later great in the place week. to stop. Yeah, yeah it is. It, they got good stuff there. So, me being from Western New York, mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't give it a second thought. Buffalo wings. Oh, yeah, of course. But <laughs> then I got to reading, mm-hmm. and it seems that New York State has made yogurt the official snack. Come that's, on, folks. That's bull. That is just pure bull. <laughs> that's a different culture. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's New, right. York that's New York City. I think that City. might be. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Put some fruit in your yogurt. Yeah. Have, you, have either of you guys had your colors done? What do you mean, colors? Well, you know, you can go into some stores and get your colors done so you can get the right, you know, women do this to get the right makeup and clothes and 
you know, stuff that's the Are right color for them. Are you kidding me? I laid out and got a tan on Sunday. Does that count? Yeah, right. I rode no, around no, on the no, tractor no, no, no. and my bald head turned red. No. <laughs> no, you get your colors done. You know, the, the well, never mind. How much time oh, do you spend doing goodness. yours, bud? Well, yeah. None. Oh, no, yeah, none. None. But you know how we I mean, have you're these. You're looking at us like we're you know from Pluto. No, you know how we have these weird customers about you're not supposed to wear white after a certain date or oh, something. Oh, yeah, like right, right. Yeah, not, well, don't wear is, white shoes after Labor Day. Is that it? I, I don't know. Something I never like wear that. white shoes I, anyway. Well, here's why buying a yellow car might be a bright idea. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> That's the pollen. Because they are solid gold. I'll tell you what, my, my vet that I had, my Z06, mm-hmm. was atomic orange. Yes. You could not see the pollen on that car. Mm-hmm. No. No, so what I do... It never had any pollen on it. Who, what are you talking about, Well, I mean, about, when it bud? did get pollen. <laughs> yeah, okay. So every, every car I've had since then has been charcoal or gray, mm-hmm. and you can see all... But a study looked at 1.3 million transactions of three-year-old cars and trucks sorted by color to, de- to determine their depreciation. Yellow vehicles lost just 13.5% of their value during that period, to compared, compared to an average of 23%. Uh, 23%. Right. Because, you know, I was sitting at a red light the other day, and I'm watching the cars go by. It was a four-lane, and it was... A lot of black cars, a lot of charcoal cars, and every once in a while you'd see a spot of yellow or orange. It's like the... Kind of sporty car, usually. Dodge is uh, the king of yellow, orange, and lime green. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. Subaru has a little bit of orange. But for the most part, that's why I say cars are so ugly, because they're so blah, they don't put any color in them. And what this study shows is that there are more people that want yellow cars than there are yellow cars available. And it's, it's, it's the least... Common car color in the U.S. Right, just one percent of the sales, which makes it a rarity in the used cars market. Used car market. I love yellow, and I've got a friend Steve over on the in right Winder. car. It looks fine. He he paints everything yellow. I took my lawn tractor to him because I was having trouble getting it to run, and it came back three days later yellow. Yeah. He painted. <laughs> it. He not only fixed it, he painted it yellow. Well, black is the most common automobile color. Yes. Followed by orange, green, red, while black, brown, and actual gold are the worst performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last gold, the last of which saw an average depreciation of 25.9%. Right. And beige is one of those, 17.8. Yeah. Yeah, but beige has become champagne. Yes, it has. It has. Mm-hmm. But you notice uh, nice. a, lot of the, a lot of manufacturers are coming out with uh, colors that look like kind of military. Yep. Like a tan color sand, to, yep. you know. Kind of, and they don't, they don't have any metallic. Right, right, no metallic in that green color that almost looks like olive drab. Yeah. Toyota does a lot of that. Yeah. Anyway. So, Bill, go out ne- next time and buy yourself a yellow car. Mm-hmm. I'll put that on my list. Right. Yeah. Okay. Do that. <laughs> I've bought my last car, I'm hoping. Okay. Oh. We'll put it on your list. Because if you look up dead, you know, keep a list. If you look up dead, the first thing he says is listless. So you want to always have a list. Of oh, bud. That's oh, a my. stretch. <laughs> All right. 200-mile-per-hour wind tunnel has been designed by Ford to blow the competition away. It's the world's fastest rolling road wind tunnel, which is kind of like being on a big belt sander, if you would. Well, that's, I wish you would explain that to me. It says that the, it's a, like a treadmill. There's five treadmills, one for each wheel, and, and then one. one to simulate what's that the one road? underneath the car? To simulate the, the road going by. Oh, they, okay. they see, they have a big tunnel that uh, I used to take my guys to, my kids, my students, to in uh, uh, Concord, which is called Windshear. It's right by a, a, a 
an airport. So mm-hmm. Kind of a catchy name, but it's called yeah. Windshear, but it's got a big turntable in it. So they can actually put a, a car on it or a race car or whatever they're testing and turn it. So the wind is hitting it from the side, hitting it from, you know. Oh, from any direction any they, angle, they want yeah. to. And right. they can tilt it. Mm-hmm. So I asked one of my students that got into being an aerodynamicist. Right. Um, what do they do about simulating water? Because you can't have a water near these wind tunnels because it just uh-huh. messes up all the instrumentation and stuff. He says they have a, a uh, algorithm for that. So they can get all their stuff and put in rain uh, on the computer, and then it changes the facts and figures. That would be like an automotive tilt-a-whirl. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? An automotive tilt-a-whirl. Yeah. Well, whatever color you choose to, choose to keep your car going... Or whether you're in the rain or the wind or whatever, uh, Complete Auto Parts has got whatever you need from paint supplies, everything from Wesley's and everything in between, McGuire's, Black Magic, Purple Power, Stoner, 3M, Turtle Wax. On the paint side, they've got DeVilbis, Plasticoat, Sherwin-Williams, and Valspar, and uh, great stuff. They have three locations throughout North Georgia, Cornelia, Clarksville, and Gainesville. Check them out at CompleteAutoParts.net. Okay. And do not armor all your tractor seat. No, you'll slip right off that I baby. Borrowed, I borrowed my buddy James Ladwigs. I borrowed his tractor some time ago. Mm-hmm. And I got a bad habit of when I borrow stuff, I clean it up and, you know, I give it back. But I, I armor all everything. He said, what the <clears throat> did you do to my tractor seat? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> made it so slick you couldn't stay on top of it. All right. Well, if you need parts for your tractor, we can't get them at year one, but. But if you're working on a muscle car, you can go to the uh, muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information, you can click the links and hit the buttons at AccessWDUN and listen to the show at your convenience. Or go to your favorite podcast site and listen to the show anytime you like. Back to you, bud. Back to me. All right. (laughs) We'll be right back to you in just a moment. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally backed, and happy to serve you. Where our next guest is is in the party mood, that would be Brandon Hutchinson from uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway. And Brandon, uh, welcome back into Bud's Garage. Hey, Brandon. Tim, Bud, it's one of my favorite places to be sitting here in Bud's garage, you know, because that means that NASCAR <laughs> is coming to town. That's and right. We are ready for a big party, guys. Now the, the fourth is on is coming up uh, this this Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, but you you got the party going all week long into the the race weekend. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to open up our campgrounds on Saturday, July 1st. For anybody that wants to come out and hang with us for the 4th of July week, they can come out, hang with us. We're going to have a massive freight options, fireworks extravaganza on Tuesday night, July 4th, to celebrate our great country and its independence. So we hope fans will come out and spend the week with us, and we've got a nighttime under the lights bike ride for families that are camping with us on wednesday night we've got laps for charity legends racing we've got the peach pit party i'm telling you guys you know me we're packing 10 pounds in a five pound sack oh yeah <laughs> that's it that's for sure all right so you got the pitch beat going uh, the the pitch beat the pit the peach pit say that three times real quick uh, however you want to say it we got it going on you, you got it going on when does the uh you got the fan zone and everything going all week or how, do, how do, how's that all work out 
The fan zone will be open and active as ever Saturday and Sunday on race weekend. But I'm telling you, starting on Tuesday night, as I said, we're going to have activities going for the fans. We've got Legends and Bandolero racing on Thursday night. We've got Laps for Charity on Friday night. We've got the Camper Appreciation Party in Bootleggers on Friday night as well. So if you want to drive your car on track, if you want to hang out with your buddies and party in the Peach Pit, if you want to come be a part of our Camper Appreciation Party, we've got so many opportunities for you. And I'm glad you brought up the Fan Zone. It's one of the coolest fan zones our fans have ever seen. We've got the Canine Stars are going to be back, the Red Trousers Show. We've got driver Q&As. We've got a kid zone. We've got Lone Star playing. Um, we've got concerts galore throughout the weekend. I'm telling you, everywhere you turn, it's going to be something to do for our fans when cars aren't on track. Okay, i got to ask. Tim and I are looking at each other. What's the Red Pants thing going on? Yeah. Oh, it's it, the Red Trousers show is a couple of guys who do balancing acts. They're on unicycles. They're just making our fan, fans smile. They're, they're creating memories with our fans, and that's what the fan zone's really all about, guys. It's, it gives our fans a chance to kind of see what we've got going on in our sponsor areas. We've got a kid's zone going on. But more than that, we've got carnival rides. We've got activities for the family. We've got things that help you make memories when you're here with Atlanta Motor Speedway. And I'll tell you, we've got the massive 75th anniversary NASCAR iconic logo that's going to be here again. It was here in March. We're bringing it back. It's the, the best selfie station NASCAR fans will get an opportunity to see all season. Oh, cool. All right, now we're, let, let's walk us up to, the, you know, obviously we got a party going all week. Let's walk us up to uh, Friday night, the uh, Osco Uniforms 250. The Osco Uniforms 250 is Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, got, I got that back. Got Saturday laps, night. Yeah. We've got the laps for charity on Friday night. We've got the camper appreciation party on Friday night. We've got the peach pit party on Friday night with Tuesdays Gone, which is a Leonard Skinner tribute band. Yep. We've got the mechanical bull coming back. We've got a laser show going on. On Friday night, when that party's over, we've got another massive fireworks show. But no, on Saturday, July 8th, the Osco Uniforms 250. Kids are free, by the way. We've talked about it before, guys. We're cheaper than a matinee movie on Saturday. Adult tickets starting at 35 bucks. Again, kids are free, absolutely free. You can bring your cooler if you want. So stock up with your favorite beverage, your favorite sandwiches, and come on out and join us. And that's all before Sunday's. Quaker State 400 available at Walmart. Kids are only 10 bucks for that. We've got tickets for the whole weekend starting at 69 bucks, guys. The whole weekend? Wow. Man. Absolutely. You know, you know, it's something we want to make sure that there's a price point for everybody. So if you can afford to be here the whole weekend, we got prices starting at 65 bucks, 69 bucks. If you want to camp starting July 1st, and you don't even have to leave the property until Monday, July 10th, we've got prices starting at 75 bucks. Wow. So, again, we want to make sure that if you want to come to Atlanta Motor Speedway, we know you work hard for your money. We want to give you your money's worth if you choose to come here. And like I said, when cars aren't on track, we're going to make sure there's something for you and your family to do. The three of us are looking at each other. We're thinking... Yeah. Where can we rent a camper and right. get lost for the week? I know yeah. now where we can get lost for the week. Just Friday night party would wear me out. 
I'm going to have to. I'm going to be there Friday. I'm going to have to recoup all day Saturday to get to uh, get to the Saturday night race. Nice thing about this: both of the races are going to be in the evening, um, so they're going to they're going to start out kind of sort of in the daylight and then uh, move into the dark. And so you, you've got track changes and things going on. Tell us about how that affects the um, the Super Speedway at Atlanta Motor Speedway, the short track you know, Super Speedway. <laughs> The short track of super speedways, yeah, you know, we went from 24-degree banking to 28-degree banking, and, and that's what you're referring to. Yeah. It changed the dynamics of racing at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So we race like a Talladega or a Daytona, but we're a mile shorter, so it's much more intense. It's much more white-knuckled. You put that under the lights, and it's something we haven't seen before. This is the first race under the lights in the new configuration. It everything's a little bit better at night, really. Our fans are a little more hyped up. They've been having fun and partying all day. The drivers are certainly hyped up, knowing they're going to race under the lights. And listen, let's not kid ourselves. It's it's summer in Atlanta, so it's still going to be warm. But I will tell you guys, warm at 7 and 8 o'clock at night is a heck of a lot better than warm at (laughs) 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And we did that for our fans. We want to make sure that our fans have an opportunity to come out here, hang with us, party with us, see this new incredible racing under the lights at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Are there still tickets available? There are still great tickets available, as a matter of fact. We, we know that we're sold out of all of our hookup campsites. We know that tickets in our premium grandstands are going fast. But, yes, there are still tickets available. You can go to atlantamotorspeedway.com and check out the price point that might work best for you and your family. We've got military ticket packages. We've got college ticket packages. We've got a Chase Elliott Q&A ticket package. Daniel's Amigos are going to be at Atlanta Motor Speedway uh, race weekend as well. So we've got a massive, massive contingency of people who are ready to come have fun, ready to hang out, and ready to experience everything there is to experience at Atlanta Motor Speedway. The Quaker State 400 available at Walmart is going to be a big time, guys. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to be there. Yeah. So I know that I'm I'm coming in Friday, so I'll be there all weekend. So I may need a ride home by the time it's all done, Brandon. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep your phone number close. We will make sure if you come <laughs> and you have that much fun, bud. <laughs> We will make sure Tim's right here to pick you up. I oh, yeah, that, that's like delivering uh, yeah. lettuce by rabbit. Let's not do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys going to wear your red pants? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, wear, we'll wear our red pants. Bring your unicycle, Tim. Yeah, I will. I'll bring my unicycle. <laughs> Brandon Hutchinson, uh, the main man at the Atlanta Motor Speedway, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us here. And we, we appreciate everything you do at the Speedway for us when we show up. And I'll tell you what, there isn't a better bunch of people to ask directions, get around, get a golf cart or anything than all the folks you have working that weekend. Uh, you're to be commended on that. Well, I appreciate you saying that. You know, part of our vision is to make sure that we create meaningful, lasting memories for our fans in hopes that they will want to tell their friends and family and come back for years to come. We're about customer service. We're about over-delivering you guys are the best. Giving me an opportunity to talk about what we do is greatly appreciated. And listen, I hope that those listening will come out and join us.
Welcome back into Bud's Garage, brought to you by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More. From first responders to daily drivers, the parts, tires, and repairs for what our town drives. Our next guest is also our first video uh, that we've posted on the podcast site, and that would be Frank James from American Resto Mods. And uh, Frank, if you want to see yourself in in person... You can go to the under construction website at budsgarageoverdrive.com and push that button. And there I am walking through your front doors and, and you know, getting in the way and all the usual things that I do and go and uh, visit people. But in the video, first of all, welcome welcome back into Bud's Garage, yeah, the welcome. radio show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? It's going great. Good, good, good. Now, we're, we've been talking about favorite snacks in each state. What What state are you originally from, Frank? Uh, Georgia. Georgia, okay. So what would be your favorite snack? And, and then we'll tell you what the sort of official snack is. <laughs> My favorite snack from Georgia has yeah. got to be boiled peanuts, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, they, Good say, choice. they say in this the survey they did that it was pr- pralines. Yeah. Yeah, recipe yeah. for almonds, <laughs> pralines made. Uh, it seems like a lot of these people ask. Caramelized pralines. Caramelized pralines. With, yes. Sometimes they put them in fudge. And, mm-hmm. nah, that must have been down in Valdosta. Maybe in the ice cream. I'm okay with pralines and ice cream. Mm-hmm. That's, but, all right. Okay. Well, Frank gave us the, the official one. Right. As far as I'm concerned, I love boiled peanuts. Oh, me too. All right, and let's Can't go back. Go to, let's go back to the video. In the video, we see a Christine lookalike, a Chevrolet, Chevrolet Camaro Dynacorn body, and a '62 '62 uh, Corvette. Tell us about their frames and what's unique about each of them, because they're they're each unique, and they're all in the same shop. So let's start with Christine. Is it really the Christine? It's not, but I don't know. There's there's definitely some suspicious stuff going on around here lately. So, um, but no, it's it's actually a really super cool car. It's one year later than Christine. It's a '59. Uh, it, somebody's painted it black. I'm not sure what it was originally, but it's just a super great car. All original. Still has the push button transmission in it. I mean, oh, that's really that's neat. Cool. And, oh, it's awesome. And that thing sits on a on a, a frame like a, a a box frame, a body on a frame. Uh, it's kind of like your typical, you know, muscle car from the 70s. Okay, with frames um, in good shape and no no need to yeah, mess with it? great shape, no need to mess with it. I mean, it's just a really nice car. Somebody's just taking good care of it over its life, uh, which is a rare thing. Um, you got that right. And the, you know, the Camaro that we have in there is uh, with the, it's got a new body on it, so it's new sheet metal. That car had been wrecked pretty badly, so we had to replace a, a good portion of uh of it, but uh, you know that that came with a subframe. So the, kind of the the body is, is the body firewall back is sort of a, a, a unibody, if you will. Right. Um, and then you have a subframe attached to the front that you know with the front suspension and, and holds the engine and all that. Uh, so a little different design there. And, and, and your mods, yeah, your mods basically on a car like that, your your mods would be to put a subframe connectors in is that correct exactly you kind of you kind of replicate like a full frame exactly to stop stop some of the twist especially with with that one we're building i mean it's a whipple supercharged ls motor so it's it's going to definitely put some power to the ground so oh yeah Yeah. you know and then that 62 corvette's a completely different deal that's a one-off custom built tube chassis frame that's uh from a company called sr3 motorsports and 
I mean, it's just super cool with modern Corvette technology and suspension and, and all that on a, a little tiny 62. So uh, a super cool project there. And what I noticed about that frame when we got up under the car was, you know, it goes up inside the rocker panels and stuff. So it, I, I, know there, I know this is not the purpose of it, but it does give you some protection in that area of the car that you wouldn't normally have in a, in a Corvette. Cause oh, it, it, yeah, the body kind of sits on a frame on a Corvette. It does, it does, and this one, I mean, if you look under there, it, it's, it's, it's like a little superstructure. It's, it's beautiful. It's quite, quite stout. Tell, tell us a little bit about the electric power brakes on that. That's, that's a first for me. You know, they got a box on there, you hook two or three wires to, and you got brakes. That's it. I mean, and, and honestly, this is going to be our, our first uh, little foray in, in, into that. That was kind of a part of this project. And, uh, but, but, yeah, you said it. Uh, it. It's as simple as that. You know, it's about three wires, and... And boom, you, you don't have any hydroboost plumbing. You don't have any vacuum issues with the old-style brake boosters. Um, just really, really neat. Well, neat wait. Well, how, does, how does that work? Uh, how that, does it make pressure? Has it got yeah. like a screwdriver in it or, or solenoids it's, uh, or what? It's a little solenoids, exactly. That's, that's what it is. And just just gives you a little assist. Electric power brakes. I never heard of such a thing. Well, Frank, you've stumped me again. Wow. <laughs> it's probably that something that's on some of the new cars. We just haven't paid attention. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Wow. And it's, 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 again, it's, it's new to me, too. So. Okay. But, uh, yeah, really neat stuff. Okay, so, Frank, the goal is different for each one of these builds as a driver. So what is unique during the planning process of the builds that you do? Kind of explain that to our listeners. Well, the biggest, the biggest thing that, that we really have to ascertain besides you know, the obvious, what's the condition of the car, what do we have to do to it, uh, is what, what does, you know, what does the person want to do with that car? Mm -hmm. Are you looking to get out there and, and, and lay black streaks everywhere you go and, and raise hell and have a great time and take it to the drag strip, or are you just wanting a Sunday, you know, hop in it with the wife and the family and, you know, cruise and around town and, and enjoy your ride? So, that's the biggest thing is deciding how the car wants, you know, how the customer wants to use the car. And then we, we build according to that. Uh, you know, the, the person that wants to cruise down the strip, uh, you know, real slow in the evening and go to the car show and out to dinner with the family, they don't need seven, eight hundred horsepower <laughs> pushing that car around. No, right, right. You know? yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's looking at those aspects as determining where the build progresses from there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I see that you've got a 63 Impala in the video. Uh, if I remember right, they have an X-style frame in them. What, what challenges does that present in strength and plumbing, exhaust issues, that kind of thing? Well, it's, uh, strength is a big thing. I mean, it was great for those cars, but if you start... Uh, they flex a lot. Uh, you yeah, know, there's, right. a, there's essentially a pivot point in, in the middle, and, and there's a lot of twists, so it... It causes challenges with, with body cracking and metal fatigue and things like that. And then those X-frames are, like you were mentioning, exhaust and plumbing underneath. They're, they're kind of in the way, and you have to either work around them or through them, to be honest with you. Uh, that, you know, that, that, let's bounce back for a second to the Camaro. You're talking that thing's got seven 800 horsepower. Even with subs in that, subframes in that. That thing's going to twist. Is this person going to put like uh, any kind of a roll cage or anything in it to, to you know? Do no, our... that's kind of the that's the trade-off here. That's a challenge yeah. here. Yeah. It, it is. It's a bit of a challenge, and also the real the reality is it's probably never going to hook up <laughs> enough on the street to actually yeah do what uh, it do, would do with the drag damage. strip. Yeah. 
Exactly. Now you put a set of slicks on this thing in the rear, and you go to drag strip, and you really, you really plant that tire. Yeah, you're you're probably going to twist this thing up. So. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, like you say, you gotta you gotta talk to the driver and figure out what they're. There what you they're go. Doing. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. So, what else is going on at the shop and coming up in the future? Well, we've got uh, all that stuff coming on. We've got we're building another ambulance in here that we that we had done one a while back, a, a '72. Uh, suburban ambulance, and uh, it's a replica right out of the 70s. What you would have seen the meat wagons rolling down the road, and uh, we've we've done a couple of those, real cool. We got some pretty uh, large projects coming down the road with some Art Morrison chassis and a 50, uh, 55 F100 truck, and uh, I even have a. I'm expecting a 70s Superbird to be coming in for oh, quite wow. a fun build. So. Oh boy! A little, little rare thing there. So yeah, one of them that. just went for crazy money. I saw mm-hmm. on, online. Uh, it was a completely original car, yeah. but yeah, that was wow. a Petty one, I believe, or something like yeah, that. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Very cool stuff. So I think this, you know, this one's going to be a. This one's an inherited project from uh, has been languishing elsewhere for a yeah, while. So I hate we'll, that. I hate we'll that. see what we get. <laughs> How can folks learn more and and get your help at American Rescue Mods if they want to start building something? Well, folks can check us out on social media, and we post a lot of photos of what's going around the, uh, on around the shop there. Or always welcome to give us a phone call or pop on by and see what we got going on. All right, Frank James, American Rescue Mods. Uh, give us a website real quick www.americanrestomods.com All right. Frank James, American Resto Mods, thanks for taking the time to be with us here at Bud Scratch. Thanks a lot, Frank. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. We'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Don't go away. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Where the pros and the folks who know go for parts, tires, and service. Well, Tim, we should all know by now that you can't leave kids or pets in a hot car. Right. And if, if you haven't got that figured out, you probably shouldn't have either one. No, you shouldn't. But, um, you know, we're, we're in an age where you have to have a fishing license, but not mm-hmm. licensed to have kids. I know. Yeah, I know. But here's some other things that you shouldn't leave in a hot car. This comes to us from Lauren Fix, the car coach. And uh, I'm going to give you a quick uh, rundown, and then we'll uh, go through them one by one. Beer, mirrors, meds, phones, iPads, and sunscreen. So there's a story about a baby viewing mirror. You know, one of these things you can attach to your front seat so you can see the baby sitting behind you. Right. woman had one in her car and uh, got out of the car, took the kids out of the car and all that and did their Mm -hmm. thing. And that mirror concentrated that sunbeam on the car seat. Started it on fire. Unbelievable. She opened the car door, you know, in, in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was just a fluke. She got to the car. They can put the kids in it, and the seat was on fire. Oh, my. So it acted like a magnifying glass. Yeah, right. I never thought about that, but, uh, you know, something you need to think of. Um, water bottles, if you leave them in the car and they get hot. Mm-hmm. And I, I see this at some of the, the convenience stores where they stack it up outside. Right. That plastic, the chemicals in the plastic get into the water, so it makes the water taste funky, and it's mm-hmm. probably not good for you. Probably not. Did you know, gentlemen, that sunscreen SPF is reduced when exposed to heat? I had no idea. In the container. 
Yeah, I see your. Yeah, I see how you're. I was like, Wait I a saw, second. <laughs> I saw a look on your face. If you have it in a container, and a, a, a dangerous sunscreen to have in your car is the aerosol stuff. Mm. Now it's very handy to apply, mm-hmm. uh, but that's the only way I can apply it because I'm a bachelor. You can't exactly walk up to strange people. It's like, can you rub my back, sailor? <laughs> Well, you can, but... Uh, <laughs> Depends on where the beach you're at. So I kind of have to use an aerosol. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, there you go. Then you can... Right, never mind. No. Let's just, let's just let it go. Well, we and, we'll save that for overdrive. Okay. Any kind of carbonated beverage. It ruins the taste of beer, I can tell you that, if it gets hot. Oh, really? Yeah. You've never tasted skunky beer before? Oh, no. No, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crayons and candy. Mm, crayons, I get that. And candy. Mm-hmm. How, now they, how do you get crayons out of upholstery, by the way? You cut the nearest seam and replace the <laughs> that's panel. What, that's what I was thinking. You can't yeah, steam you, it out or anything no, like that? No, no, no. It's done. Cut the nearest. It's when it's done, it's done. iPads and phones. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, your phone will actually give you a warning. If it's too hot, it won't work. Mm-hmm. Have you ever put your phone in the fridge? No. I have. You... Well, because I, I, I left it in the truck up on the dash, and it uh-huh. was hot, and I had to make a call, so I've, I'm so going to get this thing cooled down, so I threw it in the did freezer. Did you get in the f- I just fridge threw it in the with freezer. it? No, I just threw it in the I freezer. I took my daughter to Philadelphia uh, over Christmas one time. We were doing the touristy thing, mm-hmm. and it was 20 degrees in downtown Philadelphia. Our phones stopped working instantly. Because really? it was too cold? Bam. It was too cold, yeah. Oh, oh. I hadn't run into that. Oh, yeah. Well, here in Georgia, you don't too often. No. Maybe last winter for a day or two. I mean, it didn't take any time at all for our phones to be paperweights. Huh. Hmm. Very interesting. I've thought about launching mine several times. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Medications. You know, those of us that have a pillbox that we carry with us, not Mm. necessarily with us, but, you know, are traveling with or something like that. You don't want to leave those meds in the car, uh, get too hot. That's not good for them. It's, yeah, it's so many things I... That you leave in the car constantly. Right. So, I mean, I got to start carrying my heroin with me? <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Oh, gosh. I'll go on it. All right. You know, I can take you Those guys. Those quaaludes in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Yeah. Mr. Pepperoni rolls. <laughs> well, you get the munchies, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I should have known better. But I should have known about these race cars, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, me, been hanging around cars all these years. One of the most legendary sports cars, American sports cars of the 1960s, has returned. You ever heard of the Dragon Snake? You know, until I saw this article, I never had. But I have. Rem- I remember seeing it in Hot Rod magazine because of that color. It's, pr- it's a purple color. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the V8 two-seater. The V8 two-seater is what I'm trying to say. First hit the track in 1963, and it found great success. It was a, the Dragon Snake Cobra was a version of the iconic Roadster that had a roof on it for aerodynamics and uh, roll bars and roll cage and stuff in it. And the 1960s Shelby Dragon Snake program began when a small, small group of young Amer- uh, Shelby American production employees uh, developed and drag raced a pair of Roadsters to really good uh, success. So Carroll Shelby was so impressed with their success, he decided to build some. Now, this one here was piloted by Bruce Larson, Pennsylvania boy, 
and Bruce went on to win all sorts of championships and records and everything. And uh, he was basically your drag racing rock star in the 60s. And he helped them to actually restore this car, you know, gave them some of the facts and figures mm-hmm. about the car. And uh, it's a 364 cubic inch Shelby engine, a 2100 pound car, Weber carburetors, just like the old days. And it pumps about 500 horsepower to the Mickey Thompson drag slicks wow. through, a, through a modern uh, five-speed manual. 2,100 pounds. It's yeah, nothing. That's nothing. For 500 horse? 500 horse, yeah, wow. absolutely. It's got a... It's equipped with adjustable Penske shocks. Um, they didn't have that in the original uh, car. And the car features rack and pinion steering and 1963-style disc brakes. Hmm. So, Pricing is only $75,000. No, that's you read that wrong. That's 700, 700 Oh, you're and, right. 750,000. Right. 750,000. And you'd have to that's that's to, you know, to pay for one of the original cars. That's less than you would have to pay for an original one. A yellow one that was built in 1965. There we go. Yellow. Yep. Was auctioned in 2022 for $1,375,000. Wow. Each car takes about a year to build, and a portion of the sale price paid for the new car will be donated to the Shelby Foundation, which helps children facing life-threatening conditions. Good for them. Very interesting. But I was thinking $750,000, if it would appreciate to $1,375,000. Mm-hmm. First thing I'd do is take it home and paint it yellow. Uh, (laughs) But that might not be a bad investment. Might not be. And do you know a little backstory about that that Cobra body design is that uh, Carol Shelby was a fan of the Allard and was very successful racing the original Allards that were built in the 40s and 50s in England yeah, with yeah. Chrysler and Cadillac engines. And he styled the original Cobra after the Allard. Yeah, and wasn't there another car that was... Um that was similar. I'm trying to think of the name of it. I'll, mm. I'll, I'll, I'll sign my homework okay. to me. Okay. Okay. But right. there was another car, like a Crosley or something, that was was similar in uh-huh. the uh, body style. I digress. Shelby Cobra Snake. Very Dragon, cool car. Not co- Cobra Dragon Snake. Yeah, you're you're stumbling all over that. Uh, Dragon Snake. Dragon Cobra. Snake thing. Yeah. yeah. So well. maybe the 2024 Camaro or one of the last Mopar muscle cars or something we need to jump on. Investment-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of muscle cars, yes. Tim, mm-hmm. if you've got a muscle car and you're restoring it, we know the folks that you need to see are the muscle car restoration folks at year one yes. who provide our podcast every week. Mm-hmm. But one of the best places to start with your restoration when it comes to the engine compartment and you know getting the car running and all that is your fuel tank. Oh, yeah. So many folks leave the original fuel tank in the car. Go out and buy a new one. Right. That you can get at year one. Mm-hmm. They've got tanks for all the all the popular cars and the muscle cars. And the nice thing about them is you start with clean metal. You yep. know, you don't have to put any magic goop in them to clean them out or any of that kind of stuff. And if you're going to fuel inject the car, you can weld bungs and stuff to clean metal a whole lot better than you can to one that you've scraped off and you know are are trying to resurrect. Oh sure. So get you a brand new fuel tank uh, from year one. Okay. Check them out at yearone.com. So there you go. Well. Anything else you want to add to all of this? 
for the July 4th holiday weekend. First of all, celebrate safely. Mm -hmm. Stay hydrated. Stay stay skin sunscreened. Put up your dogs and cats. Yes. So they don't get scared from the fireworks. fireworks. Bill? I'm going to be watching the uh, movies on TCM. July 4th evening, they're going to run the music band in 1776, back to back. 1776. Wow. Can't beat That's that. That's a funny movie. That's a great movie. That, that is a funny movie. Keep trying movie. to get Tim to watch that one. Yeah. Will. Eventually. I will. I'll watch uh, that. Well, keep it tuned the ditches, shiny side up. Let someone professional do the fireworks. Mm-hmm. And have a great 4th of July celebration. We'll see you back here next week right on Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk, AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN. We got a second. We're going to tell you about the podcast, too podcast is Bud's Garage Overdrive. Mm-hmm. This week will be Frank James. Next week, we're going to have Doug Turnbull on the podcast. Okay. From PRN and WSP Traffic Copter. Right. Stuff. Very interesting. It color. is a good story. Mm-hmm. Anyway, have a great holiday. Okay. Thanks.